everyone, and welcome back to the Let's Go for a Walk podcast with me, your host, Sierra Rudin. Today, we are going to be talking with Ivy Williamson, and we're going to be doing a fun Q&A for something a little bit different today. So get ready for that. Ivy has a lot of wisdom and just a lot of great advice to share on these questions, and I'm really excited for us to have a conversation about it and you guys to hear it. So let's go for a walk with Ivy. Okay. Hi, Ivy. Hey, Sierra. What's going on? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> okay. I've never greeted you like this. Yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Sierra and I don't greet each other. No. Hey, Sierra. Hey, Ivy. I'm so excited to be on the podcast I today. I am so excited for you to be on the podcast I today. I didn't think I'd be here today, this early on in the process. Yeah. Wow. I, I did. You did? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, bro. It has been. I'm um, excited. In case anyone didn't know, the intro song, <laughs> Sierra and I made that together. Yeah, in my basement. I would like to call myself producer of the podcast, <laughs> but you I can just have made the song. You can have that title. Okay. If you want. <laughs> you can take it. That's amazing. Yeah, so every time you listen to that, think of Ivy. Yeah. I might put that in my Instagram bio. <laughs> producer of... Let's go for a walk podcast intro song. Intro song and outro. And outro. Yes. It's amazing. It's a good song. Let us know what you think about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you guys section. listen to it every morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, Ivy, tell us about yourself. Um, my name is Ivy. It's spelled I V E E, in case you didn't know. Um, <laughs> I am a freshman here at UNI with Sierra. Yep. Um, and I'm studying elementary ed, dual major, elementary ed, and middle level dual major, minor in special ed. Really fun. Flex. Really fun stuff. That's a flex, I'm going to be here for a while. <laughs> so if you're coming to UNI, I'll probably, I'll be here for hit, four hit years. Up Ivy. Hit me up. We can live together when all my <laughs> friends move away. <laughs> I think I'll still be here. Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> What else talk about that goes on with me? Um, I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. I went to Roosevelt High School. Mm-hmm. And I met Sierra, because I know she always asks this question. Yeah. How do we know each other? How do we know each other? We met. The first time we met was at, was it FCA or was it the dance? I think it was FCA first. Yeah. So she did FCA at Urbandale, and I did FCA at Roosevelt. And we met at a, like, citywide FCA huddle that we had, but really it was just Urbandale and Roosevelt. <laughs> And by Urbandale Roosevelt, it was, like, Roosevelt and then, like, Urbandale leaders. Yeah. Because no one else came, yeah. so. Yeah. And it was a really fun time, It was though. really we fun. played Ultimate. No, what did we play? I just remember the cookies. Capture and the flag Ultimate. or something. Yeah. I think, no, it was Capture Flag, yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. So we met there, but I didn't really meet her there until um, this red formal that they had for <laughs> Urbandale at some barn that I went to. Um, it was some, like, fundraiser thing. Um, but I met Sierra there because we were in the same group. Yeah. And we took pictures together. And we and had she, a really good time. We vibed. Because we I was were like, like you're wait, going we're both going to you and I. Yeah. We both love Jesus. Yeah. And you're kind of cool. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I wonder if I'll be friends with her. And then, <laughs> boom. Yeah. I We, we hung out you and the I, first day. And we were like, wait, I remember you. Yeah. And then it's we hit it off ever since. Yeah. We hang out every day since the first day. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much every day. Like, when we don't see each other for two days, it feels like a really yeah. long time. I went home last weekend, and she came back, and I was like, it's been 48 hours. I was like, I miss so much. I don't even know how to act. <laughs> yeah. Like, do we hug? We don't really hug often. I'm not a big affectionate person. Yeah. So, that's how we know each other. Yeah. Long what story. A- yeah. Okay, well, 
this podcast, guys, is a little different than any other podcast I've ever done. So instead of having a topic like we um, normally do, instead we're doing a Q&A. So I had my listeners ask questions on the Instagram um, story. I had you guys ask whatever questions you wanted to. They and, came up with some good ones. Yeah. And so if you aren't following the Instagram, follow at Let's Go For Walked Up Podcasts, then you can be updated on that. You can ask questions too and know what's going on. And also, you guys give us some really, really good questions that hit hard for Ivy and I. We were yeah. like, dang, these are good. We were sitting here, wave of conviction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Yep. Yep. So um, first, so what we're going to do is we're just going to read the questions that you guys asked and just give like answers that we've gotten from cool people and the, what the Bible says about it mm-hmm. and different stories in our personal lives. Yeah. And then, yeah, we will start all this podcast saying that these did hit home and that this is stuff that we're still struggling with, we'll always struggle with, and things that we're still learning and we're not perfect. We're not going to be perfect. Yeah. We don't know how to handle all these things. A lot of these things are hard. And so, just remember that you're not alone in this mm-hmm. and also don't like think that we are trying to pride ourselves in any of this because we really are not. And yeah. Yeah. These are all things that I need to take into my own life and use because, mm-hmm. yeah, like Sierra said, it's from the Bible. It's from books we've read, from people we trust, um, advice from them about these topics. Yeah. And our life experiences. Yeah. How we've fallen and come short and... Yeah, this is how we, how we maybe suck. fix a little bit of that. Yeah, <laughs> we suck big time. We suck. That's the point of that. We're yeah, this this podcast just be called "We Suck." Yeah, Q and A. So yeah, with this, so we're just gonna ask questions and get right into it. Um, thanks again for sending them in, and here we go. Mm-hmm. First question: What are your favorite and least favorite ice cream flavors? <laughs> I forgot this was what we were starting with. Um, Yeah, so my all-time favorite, my go-to everywhere I go, um, is chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm. It's a classic. Never does me wrong. The best chocolate chip cookie dough you can ever get is in Decorah, Iowa, and they put real chunks of homemade cookie dough in it. You'll try it someday. Yeah, I'm over here like, okay. It's so (laughs) good. Take me now. (laughs) Yeah, it's – I die every time I eat it. Well, I've died a few times. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, you share your favorite and then we'll do least favorite. Okay, so my favorite is salted caramel with cookie dough. Oh. Like, I love salted caramel ice cream, but mm-hmm. and I love when they put, when, like, I can put cookie dough in it. Yeah. So those are, that's my favorite, I think. I just combined my two favorites in the entire world and put them together. There we go. So, yeah, that's, I, if anyone knows me, ice cream salted caramel. Ice cream's my favorite food. It's she the best it every thing day. in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I think, one of God's pieces of heaven on earth, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant, so it's kind of hard for me. Actually, die. I, I, I know, yeah, literally. But it's still really good. I agree. And you and I has unlimited blue bunny ice cream. So if that's were, why we came here, actually, yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason. Yeah. Okay, okay. Least favorites. I hate the smell, and I'm, I don't know if I've ever even tried it, but cotton candy ice cream just irks me. <laughs> Um, I don't know why it smells bad. I feel like my sister would always get it, and it smelled bad, and I was like, that's gross. <laughs> oh don't eat God. candy ice cream. So passionate. And then just I think it's any- good. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and any, like, fruity flavored ice cream. I'm down mm. for just chocolate. Yeah. Um, caramel. Yeah. All that stuff, except for fruit. Yes, peanut yeah. butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, well, I feel like the first one that pops in my head is 
probably coffee. But I just because I don't like coffee, so I don't really love the taste of a coffee ice cream. What if maybe one day chai. I will chai ice cream? That sounds good. Yeah. I like chai. That's why I drink at coffee shops because I'm lame and don't like coffee. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, fruity. There are some fruity, like the sorbet fruity, that mm-hmm. can like taste really good in the summer. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, why are you getting fr- fruity ice cream? You should be putting all the calories in it. So yeah, chocolate, true, chocolate and chocolate. Okay, yeah. so that's the first question. I know that everyone was really dying to know that one. That one. <laughs> one. That one was convicting. That one was the convicting one. <laughs> okay, so next question. Mm-hmm. How to rest in a busy life without shaming yourself for resting. Man. We're starting hard. Yeah. Um, Sierra and I both already know this about each other, that we rest in very different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't identify myself with an Enneagram type 9. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of their characteristics is they're very lazy and slothful. Um, and so when I... Um, I want to rest all the time, and my rest is taking a nap. And so I can take many naps. It restores me. I'm like, yeah, I'm good after this nap. Um, mm-hmm. But it can get bad sometimes, my, mm. my type of rest. Mm. Yeah, I think, first of all, something that I have been learning a lot from Ivy is how important rest is. And so, but when I started learning that from her, she was she would tell me about her types of rest, like how she take a nap or like go watch a show. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, I need to go watch a show or take a nap so I can rest today. And so something that I've been learning is every single person's rest looks really different. Mm-hmm. And so for me, sometimes rest rest is like taking a nap. Like I need to just – my body needs rest. But sometimes it's my mind that needs rest or something like that. And so going and playing tennis or going mm-hmm. and working out or going on a walk or – um, reading my Bible or reading a book or something like that is can also be like a type of rest for me because it's not like me working or me like grinding on homework or working and doing something like that. It's more like me working. It's me resting. Yeah. And so it just rest doesn't have to be a nap. A nap. Like mm-hmm. that's what I think we think of. Yeah. They rested. But like rest could be hang out. Just hang out with your friends. Yeah. Like that can be rest. And so everyone rests in different ways and everyone thinks of different things as work too so mm-hmm. i feel like knowing your personality is definitely where you can find like what suits you for your rest because yeah because that can just determine if hanging out with people is a rest for you for me it's not like i get really stressed out and like i need to lay down after hanging out with people so yeah and for me like i some will like reward myself with hanging out with people mm-hmm. after i have a busy day of work like that's how i rest yeah and so that's just so different Mm-hmm. From See, us. once you realize your personality, you can figure out what the best way to rest is. Yes. And um, so when this question talks about shaming yourself for resting, it's something that I really resonate with because sometimes I reward myself with rest. And so if I didn't get enough done that day or didn't do or I didn't complete my to-do list and I don't let myself rest mm-hmm. or I um, shame myself for taking a rest because I didn't get enough done. But I think that the important thing is to remember that we are all human and that we're all we will never be able to get done everything and we'll never yeah. be able to do everything. And so sometimes I think we expect really high expectations for ourselves mm-hmm. that are not obtainable. And so then we shame ourselves when we go do something fun or go and take a nap just because we didn't meet our expectations that we're human and probably weren't going to get done that day anyways. And so I think it's important to know like you can rest and mm-hmm. yeah, God yeah. gives grace. Like yeah. you don't need to shame yourself because God created rest. Mm. We are meant to rest. We're not meant to work all day. But we are meant to work, but yes. not all day. 
We were created to, to work. Rest. We were created to rest as well. Yeah. Because we're not fully God, fully human. Mm-hmm. And even Jesus, who's fully God, fully human, rested. rested. He so slept. He probably took naps too. Yeah. I would have taken naps. Yeah. And God rested after he created the whole earth. Yeah. So. Like that was something that was important to him. Like yeah. he put in the Bible an entire day mm-hmm. of rest. Yeah. An entire day in his whole creation story. Sunday. So rest Sabbath is important day. to yeah. him. Yeah. And even like finding like little ways that you can rest. Like maybe you use Sunday as your day of rest mm-hmm. or you plan out your rest. Yeah. Uh, no, Sierra, didn't you start doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> how to be a better three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take time to rest yeah. every week. <laughs> Schedule it in your Google calendar. <laughs> yes. This is how hard it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's what works for you, yeah, we need rest because yes. we're going to get burnout if you don't. Yes. So yes. So that, that that's not an excuse to be lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we were created to work. Not. I'm not trying <laughs> at me. Though. I'm not trying to at you. No. Yesterday I I'm took a six-hour like, nap. <laughs> I'm just saying that like we were created to work. So don't like go off this podcast and be like, oh, I get a nap all day. Yeah. No. But also you should take time. Take yes, yes rest. Especially rest. if you're not like being. If you go, 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 how are you going to, like, pour into people and mm. be Christ-like if you're burnt yes, out, you know? that's so Like, good. how are you going to form relationships if you yes. don't take this time to to rest and actually, like, if you're not at your best, like, how are you going to put your best into other people? Mm-hmm. That's why sometimes you need to take a day off and not talk to anyone so you can be your best when you need to show up for people. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because, like, if I'm, if I'm so tired that I can't maybe be present mm-hmm. in a conversation with you... So if you get the rest, you can be present in conversation mm-hmm. to further the gospel. That's very important. Yeah. So. Like the other day, I think I did that to you. I was like, I'm not here. I need to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but I can't, like, discuss what happened over your weekend right now because I'm really tired. Yeah. So that's like, I don't know. Yeah. I think you can say that to your friends. Yes. And that's remembering, okay. like, every friend does rest differently because that was mm-hmm. something that I also had to, like, learn. Like, oh, yeah. Ivy, I, I, like, I came up to her and she was like. I need to rest. And I was like, yeah, you do. You've been gone all weekend. <laughs> yeah. I know you need to rest right now. That's how you work. Mm-hmm. Me, I, my rest from the whole weekend would be coming back and hanging out with my friends all night yeah. just because that's just like who I am. Yeah. But with you, it's like, I just need a break because I've been with people all weekend. And like, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, that's just how we need to remember our friends are all different and learning our friends' personalities yeah. is so important too. So you can respect them in their rest as well. Yeah. So. And encourage them in their Yes. Like, Sierra needs to rest yes. sometimes. And a lot of other friends yeah. are go, go, go. And they and, also need to rest. And being like, it's okay if you rest today. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be shamed. Don't let yourself be shameful in that. Like, reminding our friends of that, too. Yeah. is important. So, I think that's a really good question and hit me hard. Yeah. And something that I'm learning, too. So, mm-hmm. love it. Next question, Ivy. How <laughs> does college life affect individual beliefs and opinions away from family? Yeah, do you want to share your story with us or do you want me to go? Um, Yeah, I can hit it off. I just feel like college was definitely just a wake-up call. Like, in high school, I just wasn't surrounded by a lot of believers. And so I wasn't really pushed a lot in my faith at church or really um, with my friends. And so a big term that we all use is making your faith your own. Mm. Um, And so what this looks like in my life, I feel like, is... Um, just learning that the church isn't perfect and there's a lot of things that you can unlearn and learn yourself what you actually believe about the Bible. Mm. Um, and it can be really easy to like just coast along what you learned 
in high school and maybe you're not really challenged by that. So how can you challenge yourself and like actually look at the Bible and find the Bible truly believes about those topics? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Can, yeah. Like what is your truth? Not your mom, your dad, your sister's truth, your church back at home's truth. Like what did you actually learn from the Bible and what does it actually say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so true. And I think like coming to college and no one's going to drag you to church in the morning. No. No yeah. one's going to remind you to read your Bible. Mm-hmm. No, like you have to really put yourself in the situation where you can further your faith. Yeah. And that's why um, I heard a stat once that it's that 70% of people who had faith in high school. And I kind of say that with my bunny hairs because when you hear the stat, it's like, mm-hmm. did they really have faith? And so 70% don't have faith in college. They yeah. lose their faith. And to me, I think that they didn't really maybe actually have faith and it was mm-hmm. just their parents' faith yeah. and they go to college and their parents aren't there anymore and there's no faith. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's so important to put yourself in a community that's going to push you in faith yeah. when you don't have a community like you used to, to be able to do that. And so I really learned the importance of that mm-hmm. because college does affect how you view life, how you yeah. have your own opinions, your own beliefs away from your families because there's no one telling you what to believe anymore. So, it, mm-hmm. yes, it does affect it. Yeah. And, yeah, we have so many resources too. Like, we have the whole Bible. Why don't we read it and, like, learn what we actually learn, not things we were just told and we were like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll believe that or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, let's actually look at it, unpack it, and what do you actually think about it and what does it say? Yeah. 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 That's so good. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Every day. The choice. Yeah. So, number three. <laughs> there we go. How do you have a strong faith even when things get hard and it feels like God isn't with you? Hmm. Well, so, <laughs> let's, let's unpack this one. It says, okay, when it feels like God isn't with you. Mm. Is what that does that true? mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Well... Matthew twenty eight twenty says, um, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So when it says like when you when people say God isn't I feel like God is so far away from me, like mm-hmm. I don't feel God's presence anymore. Like I've heard a lot of people say that. And really, God is always with you. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit's in us. God is always with you. He's always right next to you mm-hmm. throughout every trial that you have. And it's the act of you inviting him in, he's always there. He's always yeah. at the door. It's like opening the like door. Choosing to hey, believe that. Yeah. Believing that he's right next to you through everything. Yeah. And I feel like I had that twisted until recently. Like I had to like ask him to come, oh, like catch up to me or whatever, mm-hmm. come back, like walk next to me, but he's always walking right next to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's us that has to reach out to him. He's always reaching out to us, mm-hmm. but we have to read our Bible and constantly like, be talking to him because he's always right next to us mm-hmm. and with us. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so true. I think that a lot of – yeah, well, that's so true. Um, it says in John sixteen thirty three, I have told you this these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you may have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, remembering, like, he's always with you. He has already overcome any situation, anything that's hard. He's already overcome it. Mm-hmm. And he is fighting with you. And so when we choose to believe that we have a peace that 
is beyond our understanding with mm-hmm. us all the time, if we just let it and invite it into our life, then it's going to make those things so much easier that it's hard to have strong faith when we believe that he isn't going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's hard to have strong faith when you feel like he's not there. Mm-hmm. And so first of all, it's the act of choosing that he is there yeah. and remembering that. And then second, um, living in the light. Yeah. 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 And I think the whole act of peace has been something that I've been learning a lot recently and just how we can have peace even when things suck Yeah, because God gave us his peace. And so I was reading this morning um, and it was, and it was the blessing from numbers, which is so random and so <laughs> intentional that God had me read this this morning. And it's, have you heard the song, The Blessing by Carrie Job? Sing it. Okay. <laughs> Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. And so it says in my study Bible that peace, this peace um, that is not the absence of war, but a positive state of righteous and well-being. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that we're not going to have trials. It means that he's overcome those trials and yeah. we get to have a positive state and well-being in those trials. And that peace only comes from the Lord. And you're not going to find that if you don't believe that he's mm-hmm. with you. You're yeah. going to find that when you invite him into your situation. Yep. And I don't know. I guess I would just say change the mindset, if yeah. that makes sense. No, yeah. Because I needed to do that. Like before this, I was like, oh, when I'm going through my toughest battles, he's not there with me. But mm-hmm. he is. And he has already overcome it like Sierra in the Bible said. Yeah. Um, And also just preparing your heart heart when you're in the highs so that you're ready to persevere in the lows Mm -hmm. so when you like read these truths like read your bible read these verses that sierra and i just talked about um you're already prepared for when you hit the lows and the trials that are going to come because life isn't easy this world sucks yep (laughs) and even as a christian like we think oh life's so easy Mm -hmm. but no you're gonna be fought after yeah by the world and by Satan even more so yeah and it's easier it yeah. is. And that's like the hope is like this life is so much easier with Jesus mm-hmm. because we literally have the God of the universe fighting our battles with us. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be battles. Yep. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to feel like we don't have strong faith sometimes. Mm-hmm. So true. Good freaking question. Yeah. Um, question number four. How to identify a true friendship? Uh, so I think um, both of us have worked through different kinds of friendships mm-hmm. um, ourselves and with other people. Um, and so I have just a few things like that I've noticed in my friendships that are really dear to my heart and things that I need to work on as, to be a better friend. Yeah. Because I am, I, I'm not, not a good you, friend sometimes. Not you. Yeah. Me. You, me yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I need to work on things. Yeah. Ivy's a great friend. <laughs> so is Sierra. She's a really good friend. We can both work on things though. Mm-hmm. Um, so some things would be having someone who won't tell you what you want to hear. They respond with truth. Mm. Because <laughs> you want advice a lot and your friends are going to be the people um, who are giving you advice. So are they telling you what you want to hear and what probably won't be the best for you? Or are they telling you truth that will actually yeah. lead you towards a better situation? Yeah. And like I think of this word true friend. And when I see like that word true, it's like hmm. the people who tell you things that you want to hear aren't really being truthful. Yeah. They aren't being true. Um, they're maybe telling you that just so that you stay friends with them mm-hmm. or so that you still like them. But a true friend is going to care more about your well-being than their well-being so that they tell you truth Yep. as a true friend. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. And that's also why it's important to 
have those true when I also think of true friends I think of like closer friends to me and so I think that's why it's also important to have those true um closer friends be people who align pretty well with your beliefs and Mm -hmm. as a Christian that means um those close friends people that we go to for advice are people who are going to uh, speak life into us and they are going to be the people who are our closest friends probably yeah and so that's why it's so important to have your closest friends be people of faith and I think that that's something that I've struggled with um is like no like if you go to people who are not in the word they're not going to tell you the things that God wants you to hear yeah. and so yes we need to have friends who, from all walks from all walks yeah Jesus hung out with sinners yep Jesus um, hung out with people who weren't of faith, mm-hmm. but his closest friends, his 12 disciples were people of faith. Yeah. And that's why it's so true. Like, could, I, I'm not telling you not to hang out with non-Christians because mm-hmm. that would be so unbiblical. Yeah. But, I'm, but like, just remember that the people you go to for advice, your true mm-hmm. close friends are, should be those people. And that's really hard sometimes to find. <laughs> yeah. Cause you want to, I don't know, you want to hear your friends opinions about yeah. things, but does that mean that you dictate your life? No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can look back on my life at the times when I listened to people who probably mm-hmm. didn't have my best um, intentions at heart and yeah. who weren't believers. And that really like led me astray. Yeah. And yeah, it would have been nice to have a strong group of Christian friends that, to turn to in yeah. those times. I agree. Yeah. Um, what are any other things that you identify true friendship? Yeah. Um, definitely just... People who will sit with you in your pain. Mm -hmm. Um, Just even this year, I can think of times with some friends I've just sat and I've cried and just talked about things Mm -hmm. um, that were really hard and I probably haven't talked about with anyone before. Mm -hmm. Um, So people you can express your doubts, your pains, your anxieties without fear of a bad response. Mm -hmm. And they'll just listen. Yeah. I also think of the word sacrifice and Mm -hmm. people who are willing to like go the extra mile for you and sacrifice things for you. And like, that just makes me feel really loved Mm -hmm. and like um, something that isn't true friendship. People who show up. Yeah. They go out of their way. Yeah. And or just remind you that you're loved. Mm -hmm. I think that if you don't feel loved in a friendship, um, it's probably not a true friendship. Yeah. You should definitely feel valued and loved and not feel like you have to be anything but yourself. Mm-hmm. Someone you can be yourself with is a true friend. Yeah. That's also, one that I've struggled with a lot because I would yeah. morph into whoever I'm around. Kind of, you, mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, you are the, the – the three. they say like they're your three closest friends. You are like the result of them combined. Wow. So first of all, remember that when you're picking your friends. Uh-huh. Like do you want to be them? yeah um i don't know our friend group like we started like i say stuff that ivy says or like <laughs> your mom she'll she'll say stuff that i say yeah. and it's just like shows like you're a result of those people that you hang around yeah. and so um do you want to science be them yeah also i just thought about this like you don't have to talk to them every day like friends you could like a true friend you can still pick up back where you mm. were before you don't have to constantly be around them yeah you know People that you can call after not talking to for a month and yeah. they can still sit with you yeah. and show up. Yep. Yeah. This is true. Yes. This yeah. is true. This is true. And we're still working on our friendship ways. And I think it grows as you get old. Yeah. And learn more. Yep. And have different friends. Things change. Yes. I yeah. agree. And also the things that you like expect of other people, like 
try to mm. be those things. I think that's the yeah. thing. Like, I'm like, okay, well, they didn't do this for me. Yep. Or they, like, weren't showing up for me. And it's like, have I asked them how they've been doing with that? Uh-huh. Have I checked in on them? Have I showed up for them in the last yeah. couple weeks? Like, I, if I expect that out of other people, I need to make sure I'm doing that for my friends, too. So Big one. Wow. Yeah. Conviction right there. Boom, bang, bang, bang. Bang. <laughs> that one got me. Number five. five. How to talk about God when you are not surrounded by believers. Ooh. <laughs> Man, this one's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sierra and I both, um, you know, public school. Uh-huh. City of Des Moines, Urbandale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a hard one. It's yeah. a hard one to be in. Especially when you, like, we kind of already said with friends, like, you want to morph into who you're friends with. And... You don't really want to sacrifice your comfort. Uh-huh. Um, that's really And you want to be liked. Yeah. You want to be loved. You want to feel loved. Mm-hmm. And you want them to like you, you and to accept you and yeah. to want to hang out with you. And so mm-hmm. sometimes when we're not being of this world and like the people we're around, they don't want to hang out with us. Yeah. And that comes with being a Christian. And so when you, you hear this, how do I talk about God when I'm surrounded by people who are, don't want to talk about God? Mm-hmm. Well, Yeah. I yeah. don't want to talk about God with those people because then they probably aren't going to want to hang out with me. Yeah. Let's be honest. So, yeah. So a practical way we so, kind of talked about this like, um, is just being an example of Christ. And that's, this is the easy way out. Um, being an example of Christ. The hard way out is actually having hard conversations with them. Mm-hmm. But, and that's a thing that I'm still working on. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, so how do we be an example of Christ? Like, what mm-hmm. does that mean? Yeah. So I think about the fruits of the spirit when that comes up. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yeah. So how are your actions and your words, are they showing Christ or are they not? And those are the biggest ways. Because we impact people with our words and with our actions. That's what they're going to remember. How you, what was that quote? It's not the shoes you wore, the clothes you wore, or the shoes you wore, but (laughs) the things you, I don't remember, the things you did. How, how you made them feel. Oh. Something like that. It's not what you wore or whatever. It's how you made this person. Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> your actions and your words are huge. Yeah. And um, they're going to rem- remember. Yes. Like the way you acted. And I think about like if I act a little different than the people I'm around because I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to remember that. Oh my gosh. Why isn't she doing this? Why yeah. isn't she saying this? Why isn't she... Like this. Mm-hmm. They're going to remember those things, and then maybe that will open the door yeah. for further conversations. They might even ask you, like, hey, like, how are you so patient? Like, this is a really stressful time. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, why are you like this? Why aren't you angry right now? Yeah. Why aren't and, you gossiping? Uh-huh. Why aren't you cussing? Why aren't you yeah. doing this with me? Like. Yeah. And then you can be like, well. That's a door Jesus right there. Jesus said no. And. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus changed my life. Yeah. And that's, like, so important. Like, just be, if you can be Christ. Yeah. In those situations. It's going to open doors, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. To use the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's something important. We learned about uh-huh. this this weekend. I have take zero credit for this because I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I just thought I'd share it. But they said this weekend at the Salt Retreat that you should use the name of Jesus when you're talking to people, especially mm-hmm. non-believers. Like saying, instead of just saying like, oh, I went to church this weekend, like I praise Jesus this weekend at church. Mm-hmm. Or like, because the name of Jesus has so much power in it. And so when we use the name of Jesus in front of those people, um, it just does so much already because it has the spirit in it. And so taking that, um, taking that initiative to just go the extra mile to just say like, 
yeah, I love Jesus or I whatever. And yeah. that right there is mm-hmm. a way to talk about God without attacking non-believers. Yeah. It's such an easy way to mm-hmm. just talk about it and to make your faith known. And then that also opens the door for future conversations too. Because they're yep. like, oh, she goes to church yeah. and praises Jesus. Who yeah. is Jesus? You know? Yeah. Um, also, just like the advice you give. Is it biblical? Mm-hmm. Like, are your friend like, when you give them biblical advice, their life is going to be probably really good if yeah. they listen to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That kind of goes with, like, true friendship, giving biblical advice. Yes, yes. And that's something that, like, I'll talk to a non-believer might ask me for advice in the situation, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, well, I know you don't really know Jesus, but I would go to God in this, mm-hmm. and this is what I would do, but I know that you don't know Jesus. But then they're like, oh. Like, that's just yeah. an, that's such an easy way to... T- to talk about God without forcing your beliefs on them. You're just, mm-hmm. like, saying, this is my opinion on that. I mean, they ask you for your opinion. Yeah. Might as well put God's name in your opinion. Like, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I've never done that before. But it's hard yeah. because then it takes, like, power yeah. and strength and you have to be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's really hard. And I think this is a really hard situation to be in. But I think it's cool that you're asking that question, that you want to do that more, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that takes a lot of strength. So I would just say pray, pray for... Um, boldness, pray for courage, pray yeah. for open doors, pray for opportunities, mm-hmm. and pray for your for your mind to go to yeah. the place of oh, how can I insert Jesus in the, into this conversation without draw, without drawing my friends away? Because if if they're not there, you're never going to be able to talk about Jesus to them. <laughs> so I want to keep them as friends so that we can yeah. talk about Jesus. Yeah, you know, it's so hard this, though, but. It's what? good. It's good when it happens, but it's yeah. hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so hard. Yeah. And it's so hard. And you can but you can do it because you have Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um this kind of leads into our next question. It really does. You wanna say it? Yeah. So how do you start conversations about the gospel? Another boom. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Pow. How do you start conversations? Wow, I feel like we've learned a lot about this recently at Candeo and Mm -hmm. Salt Company, Um, and they've given us a lot of, like, really useful ways to... And resources. Yeah, 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 how to connect with people and how to have gospel-centered conversations. And it seems so easy when they explain it, and it's like, oh, man, like, okay, I just start talking to them about their life and lead that into the gospel. Yeah, and it's like... What? Okay, done. yeah. But then you go to do it. Yeah. And or it's you're, harder. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I'd say this is really hard. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes with our last question. It's easy to talk about. It's yeah. easy to talk about and yeah. say, oh, this is what you do. But it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if it's hard to do. Yeah. But we want to encourage you. Yeah. In it, too. Yeah. Because some people are really, like, blessed with talking to people. And you could be one of those people. Yeah. Who can go up to someone and have a conversation about anything. Mm-hmm. Like Sierra, I admire the way you <laughs> talk to people and it's really cool and I'm Thank inspired you. by that. Thanks. Like just going up to random people and like asking about their life. Yeah. You don't have to shove anything down their throat. Like yeah. just going to them, talking to them about their struggles and yeah. life and their story and yeah. Yeah. I just say first like we need to notice people more and mm-hmm. we need to take the time and opportunities to notice people yeah like how are you going to notice anyone or start any conversation if we're in our phones yeah if we're on if we're just so focused on the next place we need to be 
or not letting anyone see us as different because we aren't doing anything. So mm-hmm. we have to grab out our phone, you know, to pretend that we're busy. Yeah. Like if we have to, if we're always doing that, how are we ever going to start a conversation, much less a gospel conversation? Mm-hmm. So I would just say, first of all, look for opportunities. You know, when you're walking to class, when you're in the Starbucks line, like ask people their names, ask yeah. people questions about them. And then you can even have an opportunity to start a gospel centered conversation. Yeah, you don't know where to lead. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then walking around, like, assuming people, yes. people don't have an eternal destination. Like, yes. where, like where does their faith lie? Yeah, like, uh, yes, assuming assuming that every single person is not saved, not saved, not going to heaven yeah. unless you know, unless they told you that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that one's crazy. Once you, like, start thinking about it, it's like, oh, my gosh, I walk around campus every day and with my head in my phone, like. Mm-hmm. And the people around me are going to suffer for eternity yeah. because they don't know Jesus' mm-hmm. name, and I didn't take the opportunity to tell them that. Yeah, and that's convicting, mm-hmm. and that's hard. Um, so I say, don't assume, and then take the time to start even a conversation. Honestly, just building connections with people. Yeah, because I mean, once you start building connections, like, hey, can we go to coffee? Yeah, then you have a further conversation with them. Yeah, I don't know, like. It pro- it will be more impactful if you start making a connection with someone. Like I just think of I agree. the friends that I have made, and like when you actually try to invest in them, or just seeing people like in the church how they do this. Like, hey, can we go grab coffee? Like they just met them. They're like, hey, can we go grab coffee? Yeah, that's really cool. And then you open up doors. Yeah, you know it doesn't. I think it's really scary to think, oh, this first conversation, I have to share the gospel with them, and you can, you definitely can. Yeah, but also it's building connections with taking people. the time to be intentional with them so mm-hmm. that you can that so you can show share the gospel with them yeah and then praying over that conversation and yeah. that time with them so that they can he- want to hear and open doors mm-hmm. and that you can use every single conversation as an opportunity because i think that that's the other thing like taking the time to think how can i share the gospel in this conversation how mm-hmm. can i try to put jesus's name in this conversation how can i say yeah. something about um God or who he is to me in this conversation mm-hmm. so that they know, you know, so it's not like, hey, you're a sinner and you need, need to repent. It's yeah. like, hey, Jesus died for me and that's why I do this. Yeah. And sh- being vulnerable, like we sin every single yes. day. I'm a sinner. Like yeah. sharing that with people. It's yes. not like. Rah, rah, and then rah. it's like, oh, and then they, yeah. they might spark a yeah, cause I, thing have... and be like, oh, like I do that too. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what that means. Like, tell me more about that. What does that yeah. mean in your life? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, relationships is like what um i feel like christianity is kind of all about like because mm-hmm. we have a relationship with god yes you know we can have relationships with god so that we can have relationships with yeah. other people and pour into them so being in relationship relations uh, <laughs> relational being relational yes and um taking the time to invest in people because then you know when the, if they do when they do come to christ then you can further invest in them and then they don't just mm-hmm. like lose their faith or move on yeah it's like okay let's start reading the bible together Mm -hmm. let's start doing life together so that you can so they can actually have faith in yeah and also knowing we're just planting the seeds yes you know god does a big work in it yeah you aren't you you aren't going to do anything yeah yeah you are looking for as many opportunities as possible Mm -hmm. you are trying to be relational you are intentional with your conversation you are intentional with your day-to-day and so that you can have those conversations but when those conversations happen, it's God that's going to do the work, and that's where prayer comes in. If you aren't yeah. praying over the, over, the, over those relationships, over opportunities, over conversations, over what he's to do something, like, then, 
I don't know. What's the point? Like pray, mm-hmm. like pray mm-hmm. that the spirit moves in them, that their eyes open and their hearts open mm-hmm. and that they see and hear. So yep. yeah, don't, don't think that you have to do it alone. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. And if it's hard, it's okay. Yeah. We are far from perfect at this. Take one step. Just one step step at a time. One conversation. One conversation. Yeah. Just like changing your mindset every day when you wake up. Like, how can I impact someone today? Yeah. How can I talk to someone today? Getting out of bed and saying, God, use me today. Open a door. Which is so hard because like, I don't really want Uh to actually. Uh But But like, yes, do it. Do it. And give me boldness even though I don't really want to Mm -hmm. because that's scary. Yeah. When I think about people who have like come up to me randomly at places, like, I think that's so cool. Like some lady at the coffee shop today came up to me and just like talked to me about the seat at the coffee shop that <laughs> faces out the window. Like that's so cool. And I'm going to remember that. Yeah. So like I just think about the impact we can have if we just have cool conversations mm-hmm. like that with people, even though they probably didn't think anything of it. Yes. I don't know. Yes. And like what if you bump into them again? Yeah. Maybe I'll ask them their name. I don't yeah. know. That's so true. Mm-hmm. And I think something's really easy is saying – well, I I bought their coffee today, or I oh, yeah. um, I said hello to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like good. Like I was Jesus to them, so they know. Now they yeah. know that that Jesus died for them on the cross for them, and they're gonna go to heaven <laughs> because I said hi to them. Yeah, but did and you say that? It's like, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, like we have. That's what I do all the time. Yep. And I make excuses, yeah. or I say like, oh, Ivy's friends with them. They'll hear the gospel eventually. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but I'm not telling them, Sierra. <laughs> it's like, you cannot make excuses for yourself. And that's what I do all the time. Sierra, stop making excuses for yourself. Yeah. God's like, don't make excuses. Get that tattooed. No stop excuses. excuses. Tell them about me. Don't, Exclamation point. What about their eternal destination? That yeah. is more important than you, Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. Who so that was cares <laughs> if I have weird conversations with people? Like, what are they going to do? Uh, yeah and heaven it's not gonna matter oh gosh so that would be that's conviction that's conviction that was me screaming myself so yeah that would be our advice on that yeah because we just this year i've learned a lot i've had a lot of different lessons about it so this is a accumulation of that all right um with that are you ready to do song suggestions now that we finished questions yeah those questions Hit home really hard, really deep. Yeah. And have to listen back, take notes again, listen multiple times. They were heavy. Yeah. But I have been waiting to suggest songs for the Let's Go for a Walk podcast for a long time now. (laughs) I've been so excited because I love music and love finding different types of worship music because it's not all K-Love. There's actually some really cool Christian music out there. Yes, exactly. So yes. I can I can I um, suggest two songs? Uh, yeah, for sure, do it. Okay, I know other people do have it. done that. Literally so. do it. You are oh, not man. limited on this podcast. Okay, wait, I'll request one. Okay. Sorry, suggest. Mm-hmm. I'll suggest one, and then you do yours, and I'll do my okay. last one. Deal. Okay, my first one is "All Praise" by Sean Curran. Mm. I actually don't know how to say his last name. It's kind of embarrassing. This is my favorite line from the song. It says, every step a mystery, but I'm walking with the author. Wow. Isn't that so cool? Wow. That's so yeah, good. Yeah, that kind of goes with the, the, the idea question of strong about, faith when yeah. it feels like God isn't with you. Yeah. You're walking with the author. That's amazing. Every day. Oh, it blows my mind. Boom. The creator God is walking with you. Yeah. He knows everything. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we serve such a cool God. 
transition moment. We serve such a wonderful God. Oh. That's, a- <laughs> that's my song suggestion. It's... What? <laughs> Are you going to just request my song No, for me? I was going to say it's so vibey. <laughs> it is very vibey. Yeah. It's definitely different than some mm-hmm. other songs that I've requested on this podcast, so, mm-hmm. or suggested on this podcast, so I am excited for y'all to listen to this one. So, yeah, it is, yeah, very good vibes. It's called Wonderful God by Montel Fish. That's mm. a cool name, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, featuring Jonathan Ogden. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that Ogden. It? Ogden? Ogden, probably. Ogden. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that song is just, like, uh, first of all, it's, like, super vibey, so it's just cool to, like, put in the background mm-hmm. and just, like, listen yeah. to. And then also, um, it just says, wonderful God. And it's just such a such a song in, like, awe of him mm-hmm. and who he is. Yeah. You are a wonderful God. Yes. And it's amazing. Amazing. Go for it. Okay. This is my last one. Um, it's called Wars. W-A-R-S, in case mm. I didn't say that very well. I like the song. Um, it's by Lord's Child. Montel Fish is also on this what? song. Vibe songs just, all over the place. Yeah, and I feel like it goes with the same topic of, like, your wars and your mm-hmm. trials, and it's really good. There's so many lyrics in it. It's the just, lyrics like, are really good. I'd yeah. feel like t- take a second to, like, pay attention yeah, to the lyrics. Yeah, so definitely listen to that. I like that song close a lot. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. He's there in your wars. You think that it helps, too, when you close your eyes? Yeah. It helps. Yeah. It just helps, that makes you think of Ratatouille when he's eating the different cheeses and grapes and he closes his eyes and all the different colors pop up. <laughs> That's like music. When yeah. you close your eyes and listen. I was thinking that exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Ratatouille? Mm-hmm. So we're going to do movie suggestions now? <laughs> Ratatouille. <laughs> okay, deal. Yeah. We're going to watch Ratatouille right now. Mm. We are going to end like we do every single podcast. Are you ready, Ivy? Yep. Go, Go out and, and walk by faith. Goodbye. Woohoo! Yay! We did it. <laughs> wow. <laughs>